everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Virgin. Um, Antsy and I are going head-to-head this week. Um, basically, whoever wins this week is going to end up having a shot at the playoffs, and whoever loses is going to be hoping they can play spoiler the rest of the week, or the rest of the season. Um, so we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Um, we are recording this the morning of all the games, so um, it's very early for me and very late for Anthony, so let's do it. So, how are you doing this early morning? So this is our earliest podcast. It's it's not even that early. It's only like 8.20 here. 7.20 for you, but it's actually really late for you because you haven't gone to bed yet. No, yeah, it's still, in in my mind, it's still Saturday. Mm. So, the beauty of night shift. So this will be a a lively pod as we both slowly wake up and (laughs) fall asleep. Yeah. Yes. Although, this is technically one of the most exciting weeks. It is. Because, I mean, this next, I guess, day, it's not even a week, it's a, it's today. Yeah. We are going against each other. We are. So, we're both so the we three and seven. So we're both still at the bottom of the league, but this is kind of make or break. Kind of whoever wins this one has, still has a chance at the playoffs, a small chance at the playoffs, and then loser kind of goes home. <laughs> I guess yeah. it, it would be... Actually, I think it's impossible if if whoever loses this is impossible for them to make the playoffs, I think. Yeah, that, w- that wouldn't surprise me because we are both doing very bad. Yeah. Yeah, things are bad. I mean, it, it's kind of sad because it was looking up for both of us for a little bit. It and, was. Uh, it's just the cards aren't falling in the correct direction over all the league. Yeah. I'm on a three-game winning streak, but I just started the winning streak way too late in the season. <laughs> yeah. I just I go all or nothing. I lost seven in a row. Now I've lost or won three in a row. I do yeah. all my winning and losing in, in chunks. you got to make sure that uh, next year you have a 14-week season, so that way you can make up for all your losses. There you go. Yeah. And I've done... I was looking back at my previous records to see what my worst record was, and... Uh, I think I've never finished below, or only once I've finished below 500, but most of them were 14-week ones, but I changed it because during the like championship game, you don't want to have your players on a bye week, or on, yeah. not on a bye week, but sitting because they've already locked in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of sucks. So, so yeah, well, I end up being my own undoing. If you look at all of my projected losses the ones that are actually projected wins because mm-hmm. all of them were yeah i think there's only been like one week where it's like you're gonna lose every yeah. other week it said it told me i was gonna win by uh, like 20 to 40 points i've still lost them all well that's good news for me because you are yeah <laughs> you're projected to beat me by 20 yeah that's the uh, I, I looked at it and i was like you know this is gonna be another loss because i can see it's right in that uh right in that area where i know that all my team is going to fall flat on their face. This is kind of a similar job to like being the weatherman, like yeah. pr- projecting the 
the points because if someone comes out and they have no points or a million points, they don't. They just move on to the next week. Whatever, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that I got it wrong because it's a projection. Yeah. I have I have one receiver that I usually play, uh, Tyler Boyd for the Bengals, and they're saying, um, like, oh, he he had a terrible week last week. The offense is in shambles. It looks like garbage. They're playing against the Ravens this week, which is a um, top three. Uh, defense against receivers they score the the third least um points um against the ravens um he's gonna have a great week nine points like what you just said (laughs) all this stuff to the contrary what am i supposed to do here yeah you guys are supposed to be the experts you sons of bitches yeah they definitely are good at giving mixed signals yeah that is for sure yeah and they um, since we should start it last week before we hop too far. That's ahead. true. Yeah, let's start at what, what happened last week. For, for me, um, I was supposed to win by 20-something points. Mm-hmm. And then I only ended up losing by 40 points. Mm. Yeah, so I was two points shy of getting 100. And your, I think it was your father I played last week. He got yeah. 140 points. My God. So uh, he didn't have to kill me, and I get to attend another podcast this week. Cause hey, there you go. So, so silver lining. Silver lining. Yeah. yeah. He. So I. I played the other. The other half of that couple, and I played yes. my my mom, and I was projected to lose by half a point. Wow. And I won by a little more than one point. Wow, that's a close one. <laughs> it's really close. We both sucked so bad, though. Her top score, or no, well, her second top uh, s- scoring player was her kicker, who had 17 points. Everybody else had way less than that. If not for Tyreek Hill, I would have lost. But, yeah, I had a player get zero, one get two, or two of them get two, one get three. It was a terrible week. So yeah, I, got, I got a two, a three, a four, and a 6.9. My God. And you still scored it's- just about 100? Yeah, I got a 6.9 from uh, the quarterback, Andy Dalton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was... they had a terrible week. Christian McCaffrey kept you alive. Christian McCaffrey was literally a third of my points alone. That's incredible. And Alan Robinson, uh, the second, from Chicago, decided he was going to play this week. Mm. And it really showed right on my bench. Oh, no. Yeah, he got 25 points. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered, because... It was 40 points behind. Yeah. It still kind of sucks that he decided to show up when, you know. Yeah. I was like, well, he hasn't shown up the last whatever weeks, and reading up on him doesn't seem like he's gonna, so. Are you gonna play him this week? Yeah. Yeah, he's already slated to show up this week. Oh, okay. Cool. We've got a couple of guys. I can't really fuck it up this week. Oh. You have no choice, yeah. Yeah. So we do have a shot at one of us making the playoffs because we have a couple of teams. So we need the six-team wins, or the six-win teams. Sorry, I'm still waking up. Um, to to lose, and a couple of them are playing each other. So that could be good. We've got my dad and Shane are playing each other, so that's for sure someone will stay a six-team win. And then we basically just have to root for the underdogs at this point because they're the only... There's three teams that we could catch. 
I have Shane, my dad, and <clears throat> and Touchdown Factory. So and we need to clarify. Uh, I've got three wins. Yes, and three weeks to go. <laughs> and three weeks to go, and you've also got three wins. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. So we have to win out and hope that they lose that all of their games, or one of the three will lose all the all their games. Yeah. It'll be, uh, but at least one of them can't because two of them are playing each other. Right. Right. So. But that also guarantees that one of them will lose this week. So. <laughs> yeah. So at the very least, it'll. Um, let us keep looking towards next week and hoping. Yeah. Against the odds. We are we are very much against the odds. Yeah. All right, so let's look at let's look a little bit at our matchup this week then. So it's you and I. Mm-hmm. Were there any um, any people you? Or no, you said you can't really do much because you have your y- your yeah, bye my, weeks. My biggest. Uh, questions here this week are do I want to play Deshaun Watson who has been on fire all year or uh, uh, Andy Dalton who had a horrible week last week yeah um, while Deshaun Watson was on the bench because he was on bye so he had to be on the bench yeah that makes sense um, so that's my biggest question and uh, it's not a hard one yeah as far as I'm concerned yeah it looks like everybody else you pretty much don't really have a choice yeah. I've got choices all around. <laughs> I mean, technically, I could choose to put Calvin Ridley in instead of Golden Tate because I don't have a lot of faith in Golden Tate. Mm. But and they're playing I, in the Saints this week, so yeah. the Saints put put up a lot of points, but they also let in a lot of points. So Yeah. Apparently, they give up the most points to uh, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. So, on the one hand... And so quarterbacks. They, they, at the at the other end of that, like they're gonna have so many people to throw to that what's the chance they're gonna try Golden Tate when you know he's the new guy on the team and yeah, I, part of me hopes that it element for the team itself yeah the Eagle fan in me wants it to be Golden Tate but the fantasy player in me wants because I'm playing Carson Wentz <laughs> so yeah I'd appreciate it if he would throw the ball to other people. I'm also playing another Eagle, Jordan Adams, who I picked up this week, who has kind of emerged as their top running back. Um, but I'm hoping that they will use him in the pass game because that would be very good for points. <laughs> yeah. Is, is he much of a uh, receiver, or does he stick more to the uh, on the ground? Um, he's kind of stuck to the ground, but we haven't really seen a ton of him yet. He's He's a rookie this year. And he, they've been playing kind of this, like, carousel of running backs, and so they've finally made their way to him. And he's played really well, so I'm hoping that they make him a three-down back and don't just use him in the run game and then bring somebody else in to, to pass the ball. So I'm kind of taking a flyer on him because I don't have much of a choice. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully he'll I do something. You're, you're also you're the running back you're running. Is mm-hmm. Doug Martin of Oakland? Yes. Um, I mean, on the one hand, it's good they're playing against Arizona, but the other hand, yikes! You're playing somebody from Oakland. I, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, he's about the only one that has done anything. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but it's not hard to be the only person to do something on a team where everybody's asleep. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, even they were. Somebody on a podcast was talking about cutting Derek Carr because he's playing so poorly and has such a massive contract. It's like, what is going on in Oakland? They need to. Looks like John Gruden has really, really driving them into the ground. Yeah, uh, there's a thing I read online where John Gruden said, "I have to get out of here." Oh my god! I don't know if that's true, but that was the title of the article. Jesus! What? Yeah, he's the whole thing. So if. If that's true, if John Gruden actually did say that, then that sounds awful. Yeah. Your coach shouldn't say that, especially in a place where somebody could overhear them. Yeah. He's like come in and he's basically Chip Kellying the, the team. He's traded away their best defensive player and then their top receiver traded away for picks. Uh, and this is a team that won a lot of games last year. It's not like <laughs> they're a garbage team and they're still garbage. They're. I mean... He was told, like, I don't think this is what happened, but if he was told, listen, you have to make sure that when we get to Vegas, we're going to be awesome. That first year in Vegas, we have to do awesome. Like, I, I would get that from, like, a money standpoint. I hate that they're moving to Vegas. I understand why, but I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, but, yeah, I see. What you mean. I, I, don't, I don't blame them one bit for wanting to leave Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be mad at that. But it's just uh, like you've, real you've really built a, you know, fans. such a fan base and, you know, you've won three Super Bowls there. Yeah, it's just, it, I'd be crushed if I was a, a Raider fan. Actually, they're moving closer to me, so if I were a Raider fan, it would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that just sucks. Yeah, I really, I don't know how to feel about it at all. Yeah. Um, it's it's a weird mixed feeling. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you still lived in the area and you were going to games, maybe it'd be different. But like at this point, you'd watch them on TV, so it doesn't. They could play in Japan. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So we've got we got our battle going today. It's I think it's going to be a close one. I hope it's a close one. That'll make uh, make it a little more exciting. But well, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm 20 points. I'm favored 20 points above you, so you'll probably be like 40 points ahead of me. <laughs> I don't know. That's not my style. I like to be favored. I like to be favored even by 10 points and then lose by 40. So yeah. it'll be interesting. The the uh, it's the clash of the uh, like uh, underperforming teams. One of us has to win, so my, with our luck, we'll end in a tie, and we'll both miss the goddamn playoffs. <laughs> oh goodness! It you have to have the same decimal too to get a tie, or if yeah. Okay, I was gonna say if if they end up just saying like you got the same whole number, we're just gonna <laughs> give it a tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our one of our uh, fifth place, uh, one of our other six. Six win teams. It looks like they're they're ahead already, but they're projected to lose. So that's good. We could have two t- six win six win teams lose today, and we would be one of us would be in good shape. So uh, that's the other thing that can happen. The two six uh, six lose teams. Oh no, they can't tie because yeah. they'd they still tie. be ahead of us if they got a tie, right? Um. Well, no, because basically a tie. Because at the end of the season, it's just how many wins do you have. So if they tied, that would basically be a loss for both of them. 
I see. So it wouldn't be that they've got six wins and one time we've just got six wins? Right. It would just go, you both have six wins. I see. Okay. I didn't know if it valued ties higher than uh, losses. No, it just doesn't count as a loss. It's basically a loss, though. I see. Yeah, the tie is kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, ties are so rare. Shit, that. Well, yeah, especially in this with the point, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it would. It's. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a tie. So, I'm sure I just jinxed it, and we'll tie, and we'll both lose. <laughs> uh, that would be. I mean, at least it would be eventful, and we could talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But man, would that suck. <laughs> uh, but the other thing. Both to, get to go down on flame. See, at least. See, this way, one of us will go down in flames. It'll either be the veteran or the person who has no idea what they're doing. In either way, it's like... Yeah, this actually, this is like the perfect metaphor for fantasy football. You've never played before. I've been playing for a decade, and we're both, we both have exactly the same record. Just shows you the randomness of the game. Yeah. So, God. It's, it's very interesting that people get so worked up about this. Yeah. The um, other... The other thing that kind of is against us here is that we we both have to start scoring points if we want to, even if we get to six wins. Um, we got to edge somebody out and we don't have any points. Exactly. The tiebreaker will go to points. So right now, my dad is like 200 points ahead of me, 100 points ahead of you. So we're going to yeah. need them to really start shitting the bed. <laughs> Well, I think it's uh, about time. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of faith that that'll happen. <laughs> no. Uh, but it would be interesting. Yeah. It would be interesting. So is there anybody, uh, I mean, it, it's, I'm guessing it's pretty normal this time of year for the only pickups that happen on the... Uh, the waiver wire? Yeah, are... Because there's an injury and people scramble to get their replacement. Um, or if you're me and you're still looking for <laughs> running backs and well, basically your whole team, then I'm I'm still on the waiver wire. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sad because I feel like when I look at my team, I shouldn't feel that way. Right. I feel like I have some good people on my team. I'm just still three and seven. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, th- I don't know who would I replace because i look at what's available and i'm like this is all worse i hope yeah <laughs> right i hope <laughs> yeah i've i've i'm playing two people that i picked up on the the waiver wire this week i picked up dante moncrief who actually had a good game but he's he was playing with the colts and doing well but the uh the jags have him now and then josh Yikes. josh adams the running back um for philly so I'm not sure, and I, I don't know who to start a quarterback either. Carson Wentz has been putting up a good amount of points each week. He's getting like 20 points, and he's playing against the Saints. But Mitch yeah. Trubisky on my bench continues to put up ridiculous numbers. But he, he had like 36 points last week. The week before that, he only had eight. But every other week, he's had more than 20, including a 43-point and a 31-point game. So... Yeah, uh, Trubisky, watching all of his stats when I watched the game 
where he was against uh, the Patriots. It was mm-hmm. like, holy cow, this guy's awesome. And then he did so bad that game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just brutal. Yeah. So but he still put up a ton of points, I think, that game. Yeah, well, I think he got the first two touchdowns he ran in. Yeah, so. yeah, he had 31. But in a that, loss. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It, he had some horrible number of uh, completions. It was like four. It was... Oh, bad. against New England? Yeah, it was really bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he that threw was, two that interceptions that, that New game. New England had the, like, above 300 billion points defensively because they had the run back, uh, punt return. Oh, that's right. Cordell Patterson went off that week. And the run back from the kickoff, and it's like, holy shit, guys. Yeah, that's nuts. Nuts. So, my, uh, my heart is telling me to go with Wentz, so I'm thinking that I should go with Trubitsky. <laughs> I just don't know. Well, you're the expert. Decade decade of experience. It all comes down to this. Yeah. This, this is my easily make or break the uh, entire season. The entire season for you. Yeah. Will, will you lose to the person who has no idea what they're doing? Or will you take your rightful place uh, in desperately hoping that maybe you won't get kicked, have zero chance next week? My rightful place in 10th in place <laughs> out of 12 people. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, you're above me, and that's the rightful part of it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, this is the best I got for hyping. Mm. Uh, I, I'm not a good hype man as it is, and this is the best I got. So. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll probably end up, I don't know, I'll probably leave it and then regret it, so. You know, I, I definitely am not going to... Um, pretend like I we shouldn't do this I don't want I wouldn't want to and I know that you're not going to think that but I just want to say it first we're not going to do this but if we combined our two teams <laughs> to make a super team I still don't think we could do it wouldn't be enough <laughs> that's, that's, I don't think that there's enough changes that either of us could make that it would be like oh yeah that's gonna that'll be the thing that <laughs> yeah. When you combine these superstars, it'll end up being beneficial. Because it just mostly because I'm looking at your team, and there's only like two people on it that look like they're. Yeah, if I was going to contribute to a superstar team, I think I would have maybe I'd give up my defense and Tyree Kill. That's about it. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is worthy. <laughs> no, nope, uh, definitely not. God. Yeah, it's. It, it really is too bad that Golden Tate got put on the Eagles for me. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a. Was that a was a big blow to you, to your team, because he was putting up numbers in in Detroit, which is why they wanted to trade for him. But at the same time, <laughs> that also kind of killed his fantasy value for a cup for the most vital weeks of the season. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sure if I'm gonna start Mitch or Carson. Well, I mean, on the one hand, I want to give you advice, but we're against each other. Yeah, so that's true. I, I really can't do that. Yeah, 
They're playing. Not my advice is worth anything. <laughs> Carson Wentz is playing at at New Orleans, so they're in a dome against a team who historically gives up a billion points. But then we've got Mitch Trubisky, who has been putting up mega points. He's playing at home against Minnesota, a division rival. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point because that is from my experience, which is limited. From everything I can remember about Chicago versus Minnesota, is it has no bearing on how good either team is or how good they're supposed to be. Those games are just crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like anything can happen. Like teams that should be at the bottom of the league and have beaten the other one, mm-hmm. just yep. because of the madness that is that rivalry. Yeah, exactly. God, man, I just gotta. I don't know. My heart always tells me just go with the Eagles because then if they lose, you go down with them and you're showing solidarity. But if Mitch Trubisky puts up 40 points and it's the reason I lose, I'm going to be pissed. <clears throat> this is my this is the internal struggle I have every week of every year of fantasy football. Well, you know, what you should do is you should just make sure you never recruit anybody from Philadelphia and then you won't have that problem. God, Carson is good though. Here's what I'm thinking. This is what I'm looking over my team. I don't see it. Oh, I see. Let's see. One, two, three. Maybe four players are still on this team that I drafted. <laughs> and I think the problem is that I, I, f- I let people overpay for players or what I deemed as an overpay, and then I. Kind of got all the good deals, but so I ended up with all average players. I don't have any above average except for Tyreek Hill, I'd say. Players, so I'm thinking next year my my uh, strategy will have to change. I'm gonna have to blow a ton of money at the beginning of the draft just to stay relevant because it looks like the people at the top blew a lot of money. Yeah. So I think I think there's something to be said for blowing a lot of money at the start especially if you do it at the very start before anybody is like well do I want to use my money now or do I want to wait right before people get comfortable yeah so like once they have seen a couple go through and people start understanding the value of the different players mm-hmm. based on what people are paying right because if if I don't know if there's a way to look at all the picks and how much they went for yeah there is okay like, I remember that the first couple of picks, those people probably should have went for different amounts yeah. compared to the rest of our draft. Right. Um, yeah, we've got, so the first, I mean, the fir- very first pick was a kicker that went for a dollar, but the next three were David Johnson for 70, Todd Gurley for 72, and, oh, man, somebody paid 73 bucks for Le'Veon Bell, who hasn't played a down all year. Oof. Who, who bought who, but who did that? It was Ye, but I, he's in first place, so clearly it didn't matter. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, maybe traded for somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> well, and you... No, that's not you. You you paid 55 for Antonio Brown, so I think that you got a steal on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I got a steal when I did it. Yeah. Um, I wish there was a way to see, like an aggregate of how many points somebody had made um, for you specifically. 
Um, if you go to your team, you can um, show what they did the whole year. You just click this season. So let me, I'll pull it up. Let me look oh, at your team. This season. Yeah, I see it. Cool. So Deshaun Watson, definitely. Holy moly. 178 points this year he's gotten. Yeah, he's really... And look at look at Antonio Brown and Christian McCaffrey. They're right yeah. up there, too. Yeah. They, so they, they look like they're... Been. Your top, top guys there. Let me see what, who my guys have been this year. I think I trade or I uh, got Tarek Cohen off the waiver at some point. I think you did, yeah. I think we discussed that at some point. He's doing he's doing work overall for this year, so that was a good pickup. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing the numbers in terms of the year, I may well, but Carson Wentz didn't play the first couple weeks of the season too. Yeah. Because he's got 60 less points on the season than Mitch Trubisky, but that makes sense with. Yeah. You know, the the games that he didn't play. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's all those rush yards, really. Mitch Trubisky has over 300 rush yards this year. Yeah. He's playing the wrong position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they use him in that a lot. Well, I don't, I don't think that they use him a lot in that. I think that he's not good enough at looking down the field and knowing where his people are and what he can throw to, so he just runs it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what I that's think it comes down to. That's possible. Or either he doesn't have confidence in his arm, or he doesn't have confidence in them, so he just ends up running a lot. Yeah, that's true. Why won't it show me per game? Am I losing my mind? Are you looking for an average, or yeah? I see. Yeah. Which, I mean, technically, you could just divide it by the number of weeks, you know. Yeah, but I don't remember how many weeks each of them played. I see. Because Wentz didn't start all the time, so. Oh man. You know yeah. what? My. I'm I'm playing Trubisky. The that they've got on here, like two point conversion, that's definitely something that we need to have here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They can't have things that are useful. Yeah, definitely not. No, can't have that. Yeah, I think... You know what? Screw it. I'm going to play Mitch Trubisky. I'm going all in on Mitch. Whew. Well, I uh, kind of wish you luck. Mm. I'll probably switch it back right before game time. This is the issue, is that the Eagles game doesn't start until 2.30 today. So I have I have an extra few hours here to think about my decision. <laughs> to marinate in this. What time is uh, Mitch's game? He has the night game. Oh, I see. So it's even later. Yeah. Well. God damn it. <laughs> well, I'll probably end up changing it back at some point. But right now, I'm all in on Mitch. <laughs> As all-in as someone who's going to switch it. <laughs> exactly. He's projected to get less points, but that doesn't mean shit. But that number there just looms over me. I hate it. God damn it. All right, well. Um, you have anything else that you want to add to our, our little matchup here before we say <laughs> good night and good morning? <laughs> well, uh, 
I'm just excited for however it turns out because I don't I don't think there's a a downside to this for uh, as far as as far as, the, as far as the podcast is concerned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know we already lost, but <laughs> as far as next week getting to talk about it, that'll be uh, interesting. Yeah. It's funny. It also harkens back to our personalities how there's been zero trash talk between our drinks. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. We're both like, well, we kind of, we both kind of suck. So it's not yeah, like. Maybe if we were both doing good and we were like fighting for first and second or something. Like, yeah, maybe that would be a little bit better. But I don't think there would be a ton of trash talk between us either way. Yeah. We're both kind of like, well, you know, I mean, I'd like to win, but if I don't, then. I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> we're, we're maybe we're too nice for fantasy football. Yeah, I mean that's a problem. That's, <laughs> that's why we fail in the draft. <laughs> yeah. we're too nice at the start, and the draft is obviously the most important part. Yeah. I mean, I thought that like five weeks ago. I was like, man, I didn't draft right. I don't know how to draft right, but I can tell what I did was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh my god. All right. Well. I wish you luck, and uh, when we when we talk again, if we if we talk on Monday, we might still not know who won because I have Tyree Kill going on Monday night. I think he. Who's playing? Who's playing Monday this week? It's uh, Kansas City and the Rams. That's going to be a really good game, and it's played in Mexico City. Uh, I do have. Uh... Oh no, I I don't have them anymore never mind yeah that's the only that's the the only player that will be going on monday night so that could that could maybe swing our our game uh, and who is it on your team that you got going tyree kill it's my best player yeah that, whew, that's the that's going to be a meat of your points yeah so uh, we'll have to watch out for that and maybe maybe we can uh maybe we can do the pod during the game and we could we can watch and <laughs> be yeah. losing our minds. Yeah, that, that'd be good. I, I just moved my uh, TV. I got like this 50-inch flat screen TV I just mounted to my wall. Oh, right nice. Here, uh, Perfect. We the podcast, so we literally could do that. That could be sweet. Alrighty, did have a little bit more content for you there, but we had to cut it a little short due to some technical difficulties. Um, but go ahead and make sure you listen to uh, the episode next week. Thank you for listening this week, and uh, make sure you follow the games. Anthony and I will be probably live potting the uh, Monday night game, so you can hear us listen or uh, hear us lose our minds over the game, or. Um, one of us could be completely blown out by that point, and you'll know which one of us is going to go on and have a shot at the playoffs. A slim shot, but a shot still. So, all right, thanks for listening. Have a good week.